incoming. Two gates. This is episode 152. Here we are talking Stargate SG1 season seven, the final episodes. <laughs> Lost <laughs> City. Full getting the gate team is here. My name is Mitch. Joining me, Matty, Yo. Brendan, hello, and Reese. Hey guys. If you are joining us for the first time, we are three Stargate fans. Of old, basically, we love the show. Have Shit, a, yeah. since it was on air. Reese, though, he's watching it for the first time each Ooh. and every week along with us. So we get a uh, a newbie's take, some nostalgic look at it as we uh, look at Stargate, what it means in 2020. Here we are, Lost City, the double episode to wrap up season seven, guys. We've finally got here. Uh, some surprises, oh. some not, because they were spoiled a little while ago, but that's fine. <laughs> um, so we'll go to the old synopsis of the show. Uh, throw it over to Reese. And see what he thought for the first time. Convinced it's their last hope for finding the lost city, O'Neill allows the knowledge of the ancients to be downloaded into his mind once again, even though the first time almost killed him. While he slowly deteriorates, he and SG1 must race against time to uncover the secret of the lost city of the ancients, but then Anubis attacks in what could be the final conflict for the people of Earth. Which actually kind of works when you look at this because it's the last episode of the entire box set yeah. rather than being episode three. <laughs> uh, this one, it's it's done as a uh, as a double-parter on the uh, disc. It's its own disc in the DVD case. It's written by Brad yeah, Wright does. and Robert C. Cooper, directed by Martin Wood. We are going old-school SG-1 creatives here. 18. Reese, Lost City. Drum roll. Because uh, the real one doesn't work on my yeah. desk. <laughs> Kind of knew, already knew it was Atlantis, so. Nah, what a, man, what an episode, Jesus. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago when I said, I hope it all just ends up in a massive battle in space. Well, I mean, next best thing, it's inside the Earth's atmosphere, but man, Mm, when those, when those gliders were coming, were coming across and then Braytac saying, there's uh, ships, ships coming, coming from, the, and there's cu- some coming from the other way, and then there's like, when two tribes go to war, <laughs> they just come like, and they didn't even fly over top of each other. They no. just went straight yeah. through each other, and man. The, I was like, oh, and the shot sort of yeah. like it goes into to into yeah. meet them, like that was cool. Like three different directions colliding, that yeah. was so cool, yeah. But yeah, man, everything about this, like O'Neill again getting his bloody head trapped in the in the wall toilet, whatever it was. Oh man, like yeah, start to finish, this was epic. Loved it. Obviously, number one. All right, tune yeah. in next week. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get in the gate. But yeah, nice throwback to the fifth race. Mm. Yeah. And oh, so much to talk about. That's why yeah. yeah. my, my mind's just racing. Like, what do I say? I it did feel just... like a movie. Like we've said before, that this was the the movie. Yeah. This but now the, the series story. is going to continue. So this is the just. 
the best episode. Yeah. And everyone says it's the best. Yeah, well, Brad Brad Wright and Robert Cooper have had this sitting in the back pocket for a, like two or three seasons. Like yeah. this, was, this was how the series was going to end. Do a movie, set up Atlantis, and it was just going to be Atlantis on its own. It wasn't going to be running the same time as SG-1. Mm. But when you get an episode like this, what, what bloody network is going to go, oh, I think we might cancel your show. I think that's enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're going to see an episode After like that. this and go... Let's give you guys another season and a spinoff. So yeah. the renewal, when does this, the, the renewal comes, like you said, they've got this episode sort of in their back pocket, but do they bring it out because they know they are coming back? Or does this, is this episode when they still think this is the last episode uh, of Stargate SG-1? No, I think it's still the last. They wow, yeah. yeah, they they'd been approved for um, Atlantis. And so they realised that they, they couldn't tell the Atlantis story without this setup first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they weren't going to get the movie. Yeah, okay. So they just, well, they just pulled the pin and went, you know what, we're going to have to use this. We've got a much, much lower budget, but we, we've got to tell this story to set up what we want to set up for Atlantis. Because I thought yeah. about it last, It was <clears throat> this is about the uh, inauguration episode, but in hindsight I was thinking about it more leading into this, having watched this one, like... If inauguration, that that was annoying for us when we think, oh, it's another clip show, it's a politics type thing, and you know we get a couple of those. This is season seven. Oh, this is so annoying, but we've got three seasons left. If they didn't know they were getting a renewal, even when this aired, or you know when they were making it, they definitely didn't know it with inauguration. So I'm like, wow, what a what a big move that your third last episode of the entire series was going to be a clip show. Mm. Sure, it was leading into their movie, not quite movie, but big, big, big season, you know, double ep finale that was going to lead into a spin-off and all that. But still, like, I know you're saving money. I get all that. And it's one set, essentially. But, like, that seems like such a almost a missed opportunity to not use the main cast and mm. not have a, a, a three-episode big finish. But... I guess in, in hindsight, it all does work out. And like we were yeah. saying last week that inauguration going into this is a great three-arc finish to season seven. Mm. And then if you look at Heroes, you take Resurrection out of it, it's a great five-episode or three if you look at the the you know the four episodes as two doubles or whatever, um, Heroes and Lost City. So oh, what, a, just what a massive finish to season seven. Like you yeah. think Re- Resurrection really stands out now as just being a, what What are you doing there? Yeah, <laughs> Who yeah. invited you yeah. to this That's party? It. You know, yeah. you should have been here in the in, in the yeah. pre the curtain warm. But I think, I think it was purely just a, a money saving thi- money saving thing because yeah. uh, they said this episode, they this is the highest budget episode they've ever made mm. since the pilot. Like they put more money into this than anything else. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can tell. Of, and they, and, CGI. Well, and they still had to cut yeah, back. One so thing good. one thing that I really, really, really wish they'd been able to do, if it had been a feature movie, uh, at the end when the cargo ship is drilling down into the ice, instead of SG-1 ringing down, they were originally, in the original script, they were supposed to base jump. So there would have been this oh, shot of oh, them of the four shit. of them just like Mission Impossible <laughs> style, just running towards that hole, just jumping off and pulling parachutes and parachuting down. But they just couldn't afford it. Dang. <laughs> I just and wish like, they would have done cool it would that have been? for like... Tilk to have that Captain America moment where he just jumps. They're like, "Did he have a parachute?" They're like, "No." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, back from Watergate when he's like, "This is not seem like a good idea." He yeah. gets his full circle moment. And he's like, "This seems like an awesome idea." <laughs> just rah. Yeah, far out. Does not seem wise. <laughs> that was it. That was the line. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So when they went to that first world where um, O'Neill got his face stuck. How did the Gua world know about that? Was that just a coincidence that they rocked up? That was in Jonas's head too. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, yeah, a, say no more. There's a there's a quick bit of uh, exposition when 
O'Neill gets to the base and they're doing that walk and talk from the elevator about the, the crossword puzzle and stuff. It's basically um, what happened in Heroes has happened again. So that other t- there's another team on that planet. They encountered one of those little Anubis yeah, droids. SG two, I think, was this one. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, right, so one yeah, of those little okay. one of those little drones. Um, so they know that Anubis is on his way. That's why they have to get there first. And then it, and then Hammond even brings up the point. He goes, he says to Jack, he's like, "Are you sure you want to do this after what happened last time?" Referring to him getting shot and Janet mm. being killed. So that's oh, I thought of- it was. Oh yeah, I guess they didn't. Did they know it was one of those face suckers? Yeah, because they, they knew. Not yet. Not uh, yet okay. Yeah, because SG two found it, and that's why they were they were going to collect it to bring it back to do research on it. Yeah, because that's why I thought when he said what happened last time, he was referring to the fifth race, not yeah. heroes. Oh, and that's, that's when a good point. straight away they go, yeah, well, that. we're not going to go anywhere near it. So, we're, you know, well, I, d- I didn't think they knew fine. it was a face hugger yet. I just thought they'd found ancient writing that talked about. You know, a repository of knowledge and stuff like that. Yeah, because um, they all seemed surprised when Daniel activated the buttons and the face hugger phased out of the wall. They all yeah, seemed surprised. Right. So I didn't think that's they right. Knew yeah, because yeah, but... you're right. That's why I was asking. Was that did they know it was a face hugger? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's a good point though for for Hammond to be referring potentially to no, the it makes race, sense though because but... of um yeah yeah okay. I assumed it was a reference to heroes. But didn't Daniel say the repository? Yeah, when he was talking to Daniel on the phone, he said they found one of the repository of knowledge. Mm. So yeah. how did they know that if the face-sucking things didn't come out? Daniel had to press the button on the Well, I'm assuming that SG2 went and took some photos and then brought it back. Daniel's... Oh, he's figured out. Oh, shit. Yeah. Worked Actually, it out. Yeah, I think he and then went like straight to that second column and then pushed the buttons. Right. And yeah. Makes sense. Mm. I assume. Yeah, so much going on. Yeah. And the bit that I like the most is it starts off very casually with the crossword. And I love mm. how that just seems like one of those innocuous, just yeah. fun little Jack moments of, you know, and then him washing his phone and then there's it's played off as a fun thing when he and Carter are like, you know, oh, you wrote fat, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then it ends up being a really crucial, you know, piece of information when Daniel sees that he's written yeah. um, ancient words in there. Yeah. As well. So I'm like, good. I love the way that, that, like, that's just sort of, you know, built in from the start. Yeah. And just washing the phone in the sink. That was good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so just good. Randomly. Just so good. <laughs> he would have just done that too. Ah, it's on there. Whatever. It's a prop. It's a prop. It doesn't work anyway. Yeah. He just keeps talking through it. <laughs> but I was like, man, that's classic 3310, like 33. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that shit. Yeah, they could still be underwater. Yeah. It'd be like one of those satellite phones. Yeah. They, <laughs> Military. They use that when they want to drown people in the, in the mob. They just tie 3310 to their ankles and throw them in the river. <laughs> Drop them in. I, what, what got me in that scene, though, was how fast he was shaving. And I. I know. Yeah. yeah. The, razor, the razor looked like one of those. Just ones you you just stop old you, school like a, yeah. a, a bic razor like you just you pick it up it's one of those ones you might get it's in like disposable. a cheap hotel like it's an absolute disposable like use once get rid of it because it's already rusty and sharp and jagged. like and he was just against the grain mind you yeah. on his neck just I'm like dude slow the shit yeah there was no five blades and a moisturizing strip on that one you got to remember this is a guy who's been in the military for how many years and he's had to do that every single day of his life so he's good at yeah, and also make his bed and get shit done, you know. Yeah, there in half an hour. <laughs> Calm down. And he's and he sits in his car <laughs> half an hour <laughs> trying to do the trying to do the crossword. Everyone's waiting for him. I did like love <laughs> to. And then Hammond goes, "Nice of you to join us." He doesn't yeah. even say sorry. He's like, 
In hindsight, if he had have been on time, they would have got to the planet earlier, dug that thing out, <laughs> yeah. and he would have had to go into the <laughs> face sucker. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted that double or nothing. One thing I do love about that scene is um is the way Martin Wood actually did it. I'll play a bit of the audio commentary of something you wouldn't even notice. And it, I, I was so impressed with it. Now you notice that door in behind that's moving? That door so, is actually hiding a ramp back there. The, the, the camera has to run up. Steady cam, yeah. Yeah, so it's hiding it. They're fixing the door right now. Now watch, they're pretending to walk upstairs stairs, here. But we're actually going up a ramp. Right. If you look at them, they don't both go up at the same time. Yes. You wrote the word fast. So as they're walking from the elevator, doing the walk and talk, and they walk, so they have to go up those sort of five stairs into mm. the control room before they go up the spiral staircase... They weren't walking upstairs. They were walking up a ramp pretending to be walking on stairs because the oh, Steadicam right. operator needed to get up that ramp to be able to do that big one-off shot all the way up the mm. all up the stairs. Staircase. I was like, that's why I love Martin Wood because he comes up with shit like that. And then he's obviously gone, oh, because the angle that I want when he comes out of the elevator, you're going to be able to see the ramp in the background. So mm. he just has like Sila like pulling the blast door across trying to fix it. Mm. And then by the time they get there, they've opened it up and you don't see anything. Oh, I love when Martin Wood does stuff like that. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just... Like you said, Brennan, it, it, there's so much going on. And for me, like you get a lot of other big season finales in this show and I, I feel like they still stand alone as episodes. You could you, you maybe not you don't want to introduce a new viewer to the show with a season finale, but you could get away with it going, Look, this is just a big episode. There'll be a couple of references, but you could watch it and, and deal with it. This one really feels like and I guess because they thought let's just throw everything out there it's our last episode it does feel like a big culmination even if it is just of this season but there is obviously a throwback to the season 2 when he got deposited and all this other stuff going on they just keep throwing out there that it's just a big finale throwback let's include shit from all the last 7 years and you kind of need to know all that sort of stuff like I don't feel like Mm. you could watch this the same as a first timer or as a as a first time, like in general, not like a Reese watching it for the first episode, but the very first episode of this show, everything yeah. you might have seen, you could watch maybe any other season finale and get yeah, away you could with probably it. Probably watch Nemesis with the replicators yeah. in mm. uh, Asgard ship crashing into the, yeah. to the water, something mm. like that. Yeah. Where you know you get a good taste of everything, yeah. but this yeah, there's so much backstory to everything. Well, yeah, yeah when when you think about just the one thing of of the fleet of three hundred twos, it's yeah. like it's like that. That is basically, it's it's the 2004 Stargate equivalent of On Your Left. Mm. Like when the Avengers assemble in Endgame. And it's like, we've never seen, we've only ever really seen it like one 302 at a time. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's always been a prototype or, or mm. just Jack and Sam in one. So, and we, we got a little taste of it. I love, I love the fact that it was sort of sprinkled in back in Fragile Balance with the young O'Neill, that there was that big group of pilots that mm. were being trained. Yeah. So it kind of lays that little, that framework in there yeah, for us to now have... It doesn't come out of nowhere and it feel unearned that we've got this whole fleet of 302s that come in as the cavalry to save the day. Mm. And I'm like, that just gives you that... Goosebumps. Yeah, like yeah. If, if this was the first episode <laughs> you'd ever watched, yeah. you wouldn't know how earned it was for us to have a fleet of 302s capable of yeah. taking on a fleet of Especially of when you think of Tangent, Alpesh. when Jack and Tilk went out there, that was, you know... A hybrid go old, two yeah, hybrid go old like ships. Yeah, was that like season three or something yeah, like that? Yeah. So this is like four and years later. You can see how far we've come. Yeah. To also have the Prometheus there, like the Prometheus just Hammond coming in, Hammond being in command of the Prometheus with yeah. with Gary, 
you know, with Walter in his little chair yeah. there, then coming down to sort of hover over the cargo ship and, and Hammond's like, protect him at all costs. When Hammond walked into the Prometheus and he's get up and he sat down, I was like, oh, uh, f- yeah, shit. He's about to get yeah. f***ing real. He's out yeah. of Cheyenne Mountain. He's going global. Straight this out of Cheyenne. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So that, that, I'm, like, whoever, away. whoever he wants to get f***ed up, he's going to get f- yeah, he bought, <laughs> he bought Walter with him. Not only yeah. he yeah. bought Walter with him. Yeah. Walter, you know self destruct all of those ships. Come get some. Uh, I love the Mother man, Nature cause... just pissed her pants suit. Because, like, when Anubis, he... Texas says hi. At the... <laughs> at the start, when Hammond, when they go, Hammond, you've you know, been relieved, or he comes into the house, mm. being relieved of command, I was like, Holy shit! Like this is setting up for the end. Like this is yeah. this is full on, yeah. man. But and it then, wasn't like uh, a backup. Sorry, it was, I was just say it wasn't like a backup in that you know he's been relieved before. But one of the first scenes is we've introduced to Weir, who's like gonna be his replacement. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, yeah which was going. random. Like yeah, anyway, but we'll no, keep going. That, yeah, but, keep going with Hammond. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, at the end when when he's like, oh, I've got another job for you, and I'm like, oh god, he's gonna get. I'll go back and take charge of the SGC again yeah. like uh, you know National backflip on that or now you finally realise how much shit we're in but now nah, he goes into the into the Prometheus and I'm like, <laughs> I was just like that's yeah. sick and then when like they're hovering over and they're like uh, the pilot or the colonel whatever his name is um, goes oh we need to get out of here and recharge our, our shields and he's like nah stay here and I'm yeah, like, oh, he, he, he just, he's a cowboy, yeah. man. He, yeah. he does not give a shit. And then going towards Anubis' mothership and they're, and they're like, we're going to, we're gonna, the next shot's going to kill us. And he's like, yeah, we'll take him out. Yeah, he's all right, ramming yeah. speed. I was like, oh, this guy, man, if he go, doesn't give a shit. Like, That's it, that was the line. He's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, I don't care. Like, SG-1 need to do this. And it was, yeah. man, I, I was like, I, I was so proud of him. But like I was like this this guy like he knows what's at stake, man, and that like how the yeah. f- can you take him off the SGC command? Yeah. Perfect, and put, and- perfect move by President Hayes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got a new job for you. And yeah, yeah and given that they you suicide know- mission. <laughs> well, I think, what do we do with him, sir? I'm not sure. Let him retire or kill him. I think. I think the first time I watched this, that's what I was worried happening because it was only like two or three episodes ago we lost Janet. Yeah, Hammond's been relieved of duty we've you know they've brought in this civilian who we know is going to replace him so it's like when he starts doing that kamikaze run it's like for a minute you're like we oh, could actually lose shit. hammond and the prometheus and here. walter yeah, yeah that could be yeah. oh that's actually Walter's no, gonna be man it, and i guess yeah. too like the idea of of jack but he went into this episode does the skydiving from the from the top of the atmosphere there yeah Jumps out. Oh. Jumps out a window. The face diving. Well, okay, Base you said it was the, the on your left moment because I thought I was going to, uh, when I was summing up before, that it doesn't feel like a, you could just watch this without all the prior knowledge because to me it did feel like the way that Endgame was, say, as far as a big franchise, you kind of need to know a lot of stuff they were talking about whereas, mm. say, the previous film, Infinity War, you go, oh, this is a big movie with a lot of characters, a lot of pre-setup, but you can watch it by itself and it, it's a bookend, it's fine, it, yeah. it closes off. Whereas Endgame is like, this is a culmination and a big wrap-up and that's what I felt like this was. And then yeah, you say that's the on-your-left moment and all that other shit and, and for Walter, for mine, you just saying that. But like he's the Captain Marvel of the Endgame fights. Like all the dual chips just start. They aim the one way. It's like what is it? It's like Walter jumping out of the Prometheus in his combat cardigan, just with, with like two 
off guns <laughs> as Chris is just, <laughs> just flying through the air in a wingsuit or some shit. <laughs> Yeah, with his glasses still on. <laughs> I tell you Just what. Spaceman. Spaceman! <laughs> this is for Chevron! <laughs> this is for Chevron 5, not Chevron 6. Uh, that's, I tell you what, if Stargate comes back, that's that's what they need. They need wingsuits. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, Braid Tack, great entrance. Oh. Fucking epic. He comes in and they're like, and then who was it? Daniel? This is our new leader. Did Hammond of Texas die in battle? Like yes. that could be the only possible reason why he's not here. Yeah. Like, and then we like puts a <laughs> hand out to greet him, and he totally rebuffs it. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't shake her hand at mm, all. Mm. He's just like, I got information for. You. He just accepts it. He's like, oh, okay, she's here now. Here's this damn, information that damn I humans. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome, man. Because he knew he's like, it. It's. I think that's the thing that really came across to me is that everyone involved knows what's at stake yeah mm. whereas these you know the president this dr weir come in and they're like oh okay let's get to know the area Ruining and they're it. like no 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 we're about to die in a couple of hours like yeah, yeah. And she's got kinsey in her ear yeah and it's like she doesn't know to trust us any more than kinsey yeah so she's kind of giving whatever daniel and and Sam she knows and about the manual iris that's that was impressive. Oh, that was in, that was in one of the <laughs> all right. Well, let's, miles. Because, let's, um, let's get on to weird because I do have to say this for the for the one and only time we're here in already, this entire series. Yeah, we're talking about it. I can I can <laughs> say with I can agree with Brendan that I do not like Weir. Yeah. In this episode. Yeah. Well, going it's the same character. Going forward, <laughs> no. Going forward, I love Weir. I love Weir. Full disclosure for Reese, they actually recast her. They use a different actress next season. Um, to and play. by disclosure, I mean spoiler. Oh, how is it a spoiler? Well, so Hammond isn't in charge of SGC anymore. Well, no, I didn't say that. But Weir is a character that we see, Dig we up, see going forward. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, noticed that Tilk didn't wasn't really impressed either because as soon as Braytek said, all right, I'm going, and Tilk's like, yeah, I'm going with yeah, him. I'm leaving as well. I'm, I'm off like, too. I know you're not officially here. part of the military, but I feel like you could have asked somebody for permission already. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm bailing too well, to yeah. um, get warriors and ships. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> well, Hammond's gone and O'Neill's dead in three days, so... Yeah, I'm out. He fucked out. I only pledge my allegiance to those two. <laughs> well, I'm that, out. That was the other thing we were saying, but all the finality, like, you know, that we could lose Hammond's, you know, uh, all this other shit is happening. That Obviously, Jack too, like, he, he went into this mission... Or at least coming out of the the face uh, sucking thing that it it was going to be the end of him in like a week he was going to die and but he knew that and he was planning that like, you're preparing for that by packing up all his shit and it kind of would have been a nice way to take the weekend you take the weekend too um to to end and bookend his story arc with the movie O'Neill that he went into that mission it was a suicide mission yeah if, if all else failed. And even if not, he was going to bury the gate and himself alongside with it with a nuclear bomb on Abydos. This was going to end with him making essentially like a, a very long, drawn-out but kamikaze mission of putting him under the influence of an alien device that would eventually kill him. Mm. And that would end Richard Dean Anderson's role within the show. The show would end. Hammond goes, we get a new leader and you know, onwards we, we look forward to more stories that will never be told in a show. So I'm like... that. Again, hindsight's a wonderful thing when the show goes on for another three years, but it it was yeah really shaping up that it could have wrapped up so much shit. It had so much to do being the final episode or episodes of this series, and even though it didn't have to be that in the end, it's it still succeeded. I don't know. It just mm. 
It's and it's funny you say that, but that we're actually because she was so different between Lost City Part One and Part Two. I actually kind of liked her in Part One because she didn't want to step on anyone's toes. She's like, I don't even know what this shit is. I'm not. I'm not qualified for this. I sure I've done. I've I've delegated negotiations on earth between warring countries and dictators and all this other shit but I don't know how to talk with aliens and these people have been doing the job surely you know and even though they say that Hammond has made mistakes yeah. and SG-1's made mistakes and he's influenced by SG-1 it's like well it's only because they've been there from the start together it's not yeah. like Hammond's a, a pushover it's just that he is coming at it from a place of authority. He was pretty much of a hard ass, especially early on yeah. in the pilot. Yeah, and he yeah, he, soup. He was yeah, he was a hard ass mm. general. Yeah, and he had to work, and they they learnt together. So you can shove in someone else, and Kinsey can do all that all he wants. Go, we're going to stick in someone else, military or otherwise. Yeah, unless it's an absolute patsy, this person is going to have to adapt the way that the SGC already run things. You can get rid of SG one, but you've got twenty other teams and medical staff and the silos of the world that yeah. are going to go. No, no, no. This is the way things run, and this is the way things need to run to make this happen. So it sort of annoyed me when she took took over, and she's obviously a patsy, so that bloody Kinsey can come in and just take control, which he was trying to do. But then she's like, she gave orders like okay release the prometheus i think that's our best shot at the moment i'm like you literally have no idea about any battle tactics or mm. anything you're a negotiator how would you know yeah. what our best yeah. bet is you've against prob- you've probably that seen you a- have learned about yesterday yeah she's probably <laughs> yeah. seen a picture of prometheus and that's yeah. about it yeah can we so, use that thing yeah. <laughs> is that a real thing no the, the issue i have with this version of weir is they keep talking about what a great negotiator she is and, and all that kind of stuff and, and she's so cool calm and collected but it's like for me, com- comparing her to Tori Higginson, who who takes over the role, I f- like Tori has a very kind of like regal and calming kind of nature, and I believe her as a negotiator. Whereas Jessica Steen, who plays um, uh, Weir in this episode, I find her very scattered and manic. Like even before, yeah. I mean, I understand that would be something she'd have to play because she is out of her depth in mm. in certain stories. But it's like from the very start, she can't even negotiate her way into getting that cab. Like she wasn't even sort of, she wasn't even holding her own against that guy. Right. Like it's, it's impressive she can like talk to him in Russian, but it's like I did, I didn't get the in, the instinct at any point that he was going to back yeah. down off that yeah. cab. It's only because Kinsey right. rolled up in a limo yeah, right. that she got That's that. That's pretty funny. That's poor writing. Yeah, and then later on, Cooper. Cooper. And then later on in, in Hammond's office when I can't she, write negotiations. <laughs> well, and later For on women. in Hammond's office when she's um sort of having her, her argument with Kinsey. Even then, she's kind of feels very sort of frantic kind of nature to her. Yeah. I feel like whereas if, if it was Tori doing it, it would have been much more like subtle and laid back. I feel like Jessica never really embraced the power that she was given in this position. Yeah. I mean, she only had two episodes to do it. I mean, even when she says, uh, close the manus- manual iris, and then Kinsey actually grabs her and says, let me go, like a full coward. And like mm. for me, it was like she didn't even have power. She had She was physically restrained. Not only emotionally, so yeah. I was like, "Let her go, let her do her shit." Yeah, piss I, this guy off. Yeah, because yeah, that's it. By the second mm. episode, you, in, they're they're putting moments in where she's she's learning. She's like, "I know what an IDC is," and blah blah. blah. But she seemed really snippy. Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, if you're a really good negotiator and you're in this job and you've got the people who've been doing this job for years and years and years and years." Mm. You don't need to be snippy. It's like she could have just gone, "Yes, I know what an IDC is," but she got really sarcastic and snippy with it. Yeah, and I was like. Oh, I don't. So, I mean, obviously I'm just comparing it to the other actress that does it. And it's a character that I, I love, like up on the level of Daniel Jackson. For me, it's like oh Daniel Jackson God. and Dr. Weir. I thought so. Uh, the- <laughs> you hate her that much. 
<laughs> Wonderful promise for, a... Matt, uh, for Reese for the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't wait, Ada. Hey, Plus, she's replacing a beloved character, Jenny I hate Hammond. all doctors on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah anyone with a doctor. Oh, oh, Sam's technically a doctor, though. So Captain Doctor. Yeah, well. Captain Doctor. The, but, yeah. Just to backtrack. Well, when... we can't wait for a doctor, the next doctor, then. You'll mm. be buzzing. I like Dr. Lee. He's all right. Um, when, <laughs> when Tilk and Braytech got dressed up to go back to... Um, wherever they went. Chulak? Wherever they went. Did Chulak. they go to Chulak? Did, did, I don't know. Yeah. You, I must return to Chulak. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, well, he didn't, says that. Because didn't Ronan... Braytech. Ronan had a little um, Apophis, Apophis symbol on his yeah. head. Yeah. So. so they go, yeah, uh, Tilk's like, yeah, I'm going to go back just to get organise some ships and try and get some soldiers. And they go back and sit in a tent. <laughs> Drinking <laughs> ale. But that's Drink, what they do best. Dressed, <laughs> dressed in their full get-up. Classic, until classic some, male thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get shit done, but first I want to be with the boys. Tilk always mm. does that when he goes away from SG1, yeah. just chilling with the boys. As soon as they got through the up. gate, Tilk would have turned to Brad and go, oh, God, thank God. God, we're out of there. Thank God Jesus. you came in. I thought I I'd stuck in that bitch. He must, he must just hate earth alcohol because if you notice, he never drinks. Like when we saw yeah. it in 2010 and they all had the champagne glasses, he had orange juice. Mm. When they're all chilling out at Jack's and they've all got beers and Daniel's doing his funny drunk stuff, Tilk's drinking like, you know, cranberry juice or something like that. But every time he goes to hang out with the Jafar, he's drinking whatever they're drinking. Yeah. So he must just not develop a taste for Jafar uh, juice. Yeah, he loves his Jafar juice, but um, but earth alcohol. And then can, some yeah, random all, all some... alcohol on earth is light beer to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why bother? It's I will not drink cat piss. <laughs> but then, yeah, some random Jafar comes in and goes, um, "Yeah, I've got a ship, but I'm coming with you." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, that guy's a traitor." Yeah, no. <laughs> like straight away. But, like, I mean, what, you just say no. I'm you are conditioned ship. to that because every time Braytac and Tilk chill out in a tent. The next person who comes in betrays him. <laughs> yeah, he's always a betrayer. Every single time. Yeah. Yeah. A for plot, but B so also break. I can say, I have been betrayed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With a knife sticking it in. That was hectic. That was a good fight I believe he too. stabbed him. I'm like, oh, oh shit. I totally forgot mm. for some reason that he didn't have a symbiote. Oh, really? At that moment. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, so he gets his symbiote and he goes, yeah. I have no symbiote. I'm like, ah, oh, that's right. See, I thought deal. he stabbed him in the side of the of the. That's what it looked like to me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because they I normally have that little. The they normally have that little bit of armor like across mm. the pouch. So, yeah, it, yeah. it looked like a sort of side, like a That's kidney what shot I to thought. me as well. And then when he goes, oh, I, I don't have a, um, I don't have don't a symbiote. Die. I was like, oh, okay, he stabbed him in the pouch. Yeah. yeah. And then as soon as he goes, you are a weak old man. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and apparently. He yeah, might not be a good judge of character, but he is a warrior. <laughs> He's a lethal weapon. Apparently, uh, Tony Mandola fought for that beat too. That beat when he says that, and Tony just kind of looks up and gives him the your f- look. Yeah, like Tony's like, you have to keep that in. That's yeah. that's Braytac's whole moment to like summon yeah. the strength to whip this boy's ass. Yeah, and teach him a thing or two. The what was weird though, the close up where he ma- did that massive smile after O'Neill let those glowing jellyfish out of the hole. <laughs> That like, was a weird. That was a big mm. smile. I'm like, oh, that's too big. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was that was on a Jonas level of shit eating grins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just needed the whole braid sack. Like, yes, yeah, you, you did it, yeah. you. <laughs> like, but, a lot um, of approval. A bit of housekeeping on um on the guy that played Ronan, the um the the betrayer. Mm. He was uh, for oh, any of those watching uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. He was holy. No one is. He was shit. Alexander Rajenko, Worf's son. Jesus, it's definitely season one. six. That's what? I'll take it. I'll take it. Wolf's son. Wolf's son in DS9. You haven't watched oh. DS9. Yeah, I was he, like, he grows the other up. one died. No. Oh, spoiler From... alert. 
from the original series. Oh, from uh, next I forgot I'll gen. never watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just wait again to shut up. Alexander. Yeah, the act the actor who played the little boy died. Yeah. Yeah, but no, a different actor takes over the role all right. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Pretty Jeez. hectic when um, Anubis sent in that mothership and a few gliders, and then they're like, oh, they're not attacking us. Uh, send them in. Just like just do a, a light attack. And then he just blew up three battleships. And yeah. then that commander on the, on the, <laughs> or the captain of the ship or whatever, on the, um, Radio, he's like, "Oh, a beam just come out of nowhere! Holy, another ship!" Holy. Died. And I'm like, the, "He just watched like two and a half thousand people die on two holy. other ships, and he just says, holy Yeah, in uh, like, dude, swear it's a PG, little. mate. <laughs> well, yeah, in you're the- about to die. Like, don't let your last word be holy Yeah, wouldn't that suck? <laughs> Um, Unless there's a Chinese guy there and he had called Lee and he had a hole in him. Oh, <laughs> oh Lee. Uh, apparently in the movie, in the, movies, in the movie script, you were supposed Holy. to see all that. Holy. No, I get it. Yeah, good. But uh, they didn't have the money, so that's what was all just done over the radio. They were, originally yeah. wanted to film all that, like Al Kesh coming down and actually taking out a whole, right. a whole. Um, yeah, because I didn't really get it because you're hearing something's happening and you're like, where is that coming from? And I'm like, they didn't even tell them. Yeah, but it's from orbit. Yeah, it's yeah. max of, run, of not move. having. What pissed money. me off is the president the whole time. Oh, I better get my speech ready. Oh, they're attacking. No. Oh. They, they they got the power out. Oh, so much for my speech. Oh, my <laughs> speech. Dude, what the f***? People are dying around you. I'm Calm really down, Scott Morrison. I'm a talker. The American people love my voice. Yeah. Well, uh, in, in the movie, apparently, uh, his speech would have gone out eventually and it would have made the Stargate program public because uh, it was going to be sort of the ending. Yeah. Um, but obviously they don't do that. They kind of... Skip. Let them die. Yeah, they skip that part wonder. over. Yeah. Where's Will Smith when you need him? <laughs> How was it with um, when they're all hanging out in uh, in um, Jack's place, and Carter brings up his ex-wife? He's like, "Do you talk to her much?" He's like, "Let's uh, not we, talk about yeah. that." Can talk about that? Can we not talk about yeah. that? Can we not? And then later, why on, have a photo of her in your fucking house then if you don't want to think about it? Yeah, like yeah. up on the wall, big one up on the wall yeah. with his dead son. Was was Charlie in the photo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah I know. Especially afterwards, she's like, uh, "Sir." Um, when I was at your house, you know, before the other two, you know, sort of come and cop blocked uh, me, um, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I know. And I'm like, hang on. So what were you going to say? Was there a moment was, there, though? And I was, think that there was an actual moment when they busted in. No, not really. No, it was like, just about to be. Yeah. And may, it? It, the thing, it's like, hang on. So mm. your lead in, your icebreaker moment before <laughs> yeah. you cracked onto me was going... So, the old uh, ex-wife uh, in the, the photo. <laughs> How much do you talk to her? From five years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. Just want to know what I'm up against. Um, do you yeah. still talk to your yeah. ex-wife? Do you still bang? What, what's, the, what's the go there? Yeah. I can get really friends with benefits jealous thing? in the next three days. <laughs> uh, yeah, because Amanda Tapping does call that the almost kiss moment. Right. It, the way she was playing it, they were about to kiss, and then um, Jack and... Uh, Jackson and Teal'c knock on the door. But here's this. Do you reckon <laughs> hey, that... Hey, remember your dead son and your failed marriage? Want a kiss? Yeah. <laughs> you, I, I was trying to figure out the logistics of that, though, <laughs> and, like, what was a lie and what was a truth? Because I kind of bought that Sam rocked up on her own and then she's like, oh, I was driving around and I kind of just drove here. And she was kind of compelled to go and see Jack because she knew he was going to die, so she was going to kind of, you know, give all her feelings and stuff. Mm. And then when, when Jackson and Teal'c rock up, they're like... Just, oh, we we were driving by and we saw Sam's car, but 
it's almost like he was surprised when he came around the corner. He was surprised to see Sam there because he's like, "Oh, are we interrupting something?" Yeah, yeah but right. Sam's I, car was already there, and Teal had donuts. Yeah, so I think they all like individually. When I say individually, obviously Daniel and Tilk together. But they, uh, well, once they finish their workout, they're God, like, "Let's go get some donuts." I think they all individually <laughs> wanted to, to just go over <laughs> just to say goodbye to him, pretty much. Yeah, Who's but no? then, but then that ties into like the dick move that Daniel did, and I'm not one to, to you know pile on Daniel, but I feel like if it wasn't orchestrated that way for them to let Sam go there first yeah. and then show up later, and they just happened to arrive early, mm. it's like. Jack's dying. He's only got a couple of days to live. Jackson invites Tilk yeah, to totally. go and see Jack. Doesn't invite Sam. Or the other version of that. So I was just trying to rectify that in my brain. Imagine yeah. if it was true where he did drive by and go, oh, her car's there. And he's went, oh, hey, Tilk, you know the other two people that we work with that have kind of always had this thing where they just really want to <laughs> Each other, but they, <laughs> but they can't. And, and he's you know about how to he's die. got like three days to live. So if they're ever going to do it, it'd be now. We don't know yeah. that she was coming over. But now we've driven past, and he's at home for the weekend, and she's went off for the weekend, and her car. Do you want to totally just drop in and see what the is yeah. happening? <laughs> just I knock mean, on the door, see if they. Were now, they going Daniel, out? If you can't have a route, no one can. Like, yeah. Were they going out for, <laughs> for just a block. donut run for Teal? And now Teal's got to share his donuts yeah. with everybody. Yeah. What like, I, I need to know. These are things I Jack, need to know. Well, I want to see the scene where Tilk's driving, because dri- Tilk's going to drive. Yeah. Tilk drives <laughs> yeah. up up um, O'Neill's it, driveway. It, it escalate. Daniel's escalate. holding the box of donuts, and then Tilk just comes up, and Daniel's like, oh, there's Carter's car, and then Tilk just pops it in reverse and drives back the <laughs> f*** out. He's like, oh, I'm going to cockblock this yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 I ain't trying to yeah. be about yeah. it. Yeah. He's got to get to pound town. I'm out of here. Most of his I'll see him days. tomorrow. Yeah. Hang on, Daniel. So what you're <laughs> suggesting we do is go in there and he's about to finally put one in yeah. and we're going to stop that <laughs> but then present, him with, then present him with a bunch of f***ing holes to eat. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> you can't put your end in that hole, but here, yeah. have this one. And Punch this down. Yeah, I wonder what would have happened there. What about Pete? Oh, oh yeah, she's still dating right? Pete. Maybe I that, totally forgot about maybe Pete. That was what she was hoping for. She's like, "Oh, so your uh, your ex wife? You talk to her much?" She goes, "What about Pete?" And she goes, "Pete who?" Can we not talk about that? She's dead. She scripted the whole thing in her head. <laughs> it was gonna be so awfully cheesy, and she loved it. And he just like. Can we not? She's like, oh, okay, damn it. I'll just drink this not at all cold beer. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> How funny was Guinness, drunk Daniel? Dr- like, oh, that was warm Guinness. Guinness. So warm good. Guinness. Oh my God. Yeah. It's refreshing, is it though? <laughs> warm Guinness? I prefer it instead of food. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fair enough. That's funny. It's the perfect analogy. Burns as Gould. <laughs> so they funny. are merely animated characters on you. You're so shallow. Oh, please. It feels like one of the deepest people I know. He's so deep. Come on, tell him how deep you are. You'd be lucky if you understand this. My depth is immaterial to this conversation. Oh, you see? No more beer for you. (laughs) (laughs) Probably just had half a beer. Such good moment. What have you had, Daniel? Like one beer? Yeah. (laughs) When Tilk is uh, on the radio. Can you hear us, Tilk? Loudly and clearly. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's so funny. He's trying to, he's trying to use the lingo. Yeah. Loud yeah. and clear? No. Loudly no. and it's clearly. Got to, got to tilkify it. Atlantis on Earth the whole time? <laughs> was it's just it though, under buddy? Antarctica. Well, she said it's just an outpost. Daniel said it's just an outpost. Yeah, right at the end. He goes, oh, the dome's too small. Yeah. 
it's just an outpost. So originally, get- originally in the movie oh, when they were going to yeah. finish the series, Atlantis was going to be in Antarctica. Mm. Right. But because Sci-Fi said, oh, we want to run concurrently with SG-1 and SGA, Brad Wright has gone, oh, shit, we need to change that. So mm. I'm not going to say why, but there's a... Yeah, it's not yeah. there anymore. We'll talk about it in a couple of episodes' yeah. time. Yeah, right. But yeah, basically, so they just had to go get the get the um, power device, come back to use the weapon. Yeah, yeah, because the other one was depleted. Yeah, yeah right. Z slash ZPM. It was so cool though, like that whole journey of because it's almost like a subplot in a way of of Jack getting the knowledge and everything in between. They they're going to Proclarouche Town. Us, he finds the the address. They can't get there because there's no gate. They have to fly there thanks mm. to Tilk and Braytac. He just packs everything that he needs. Mm. He's yeah. like, Carter, just grab a knack with a generator. <laughs> and just like, what are you doing? I don't know, Daniel. He's like, just <laughs> just do it. Like, I hate how they just stand around and look surprised. Like, you know he's going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> just do what he says. Ask him if he needs help. I and just can't like, believe how are smart you okay? he is. What are you okay? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, you know what's going to happen. Just do yeah. it. Hurry up. And then he just... Once they're once they're in that kind of lava dome, he just sits on the chair and then gets to the work. Force field comes up and you're like, Oh, oh man, my hey. god. <laughs> it like so awesome. zooms in. And they had the earth like however For many millions, millions yeah. of years ago, like yeah. pre continental like drift. Or whatever it was. I'm like, oh. yeah. Terra Atlantis. Awesome. Terra Atlantis. Now you're saying it's there? The whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Why did we come here? Now, Brendan, I've got a little surprise for you. We've been waiting seven. We've heard seven seasons of you, you know, complaining about Robert C. Cooper's writing, yeah, and how you don't like it. Yeah. Well, finally, in this episode, we have an audio commentary starring Martin Wood, director, Amanda mm-hmm. Tapping, and one Robert C. Cooper, oh, good. writer of this episode, looking forward to it, co-writer of this episode, co- who yeah. is an absolute handbrake in the entire. <laughs> audio commentary I've had to edit around it so much but how the f*** did he get there (laughs) but what he does is finally acknowledges his own bad writing oh love it there's a little hole in the story (laughs) in that last scene that becomes apparent um grab a knack with a generator will you the the name of the planet that Daniel translates is uh that's right, which he translates as meaning lost in fire, right? And then that turns out to be the spelling of the name of the of the planet in, in the in the symbols on the gate. But you have to ask yourself, if you think about it too much, which you know I shouldn't now be encouraging you to do, um, why would the ancients have named the planet lost in fire until after <laughs> it was true. lost in fire? That's true. In which case it's kind of a weird a weird name. Well, Unless I can't do this anymore psychic. if that's the kind of thing. I didn't think of that one until after we saw the show. It was too late. Yeah. To Maybe it was renamed after the fact. I, that's, what I'm, the that's, what, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> yeah, but they already, so was that they already assigned the symbols. That was Robert Cooper. That's oh, Robert right. C. Cooper. <clears throat> they already assigned... Oh, that That would could be all right if they changed it after. But the symbols... Mm. Yeah. They can't change if, where if it those, is. Yeah, if those symbols... Yeah. They would have had to change those, the symbols. That's just what it means in the new dialect. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Way back I when, mean, when they described, it, they, they called it the lost city. They're like, no, it's not the lost. It was they, they, they didn't lose the city. They yeah, made, made it lost, it lost. to everyone else. So I guess they could go, hey, this is gonna be the lost planet, mm. the lost city. This so is we'll, the clue to get here. We're gonna name it Lost in the Fire because we're gonna make it lost. Yeah. You know, but yeah, true. I don't know. 
I'm, I'm happy if he's confused at what he hit wrote himself. I'm sick of that. I don't need to fill in the gaps for him. Oh, yeah. O'Neill, fuck, man. When Braytek got stabbed and he's like, I don't think, says the two, I don't think I can win this battle. I'm like, holy fuck, they're killing off Braytek. Mm. This is, f-. and I was, a, I was a little upset because, like, immediately I'm like, when remember when he went missing in that last episode? And oh, yeah. They're like, oh, Braytek's dead. And I'm like, well, no, because if he's dead, they'll make something out of it. Mm. And in this one, like, my mind flashed back to that and I'm like, shit, they're making something of it right now. He's going to f- die. Oh, this is hectic. I was a little disappointed when when O'Neill saved him. Because <laughs> I, I was like, I wanted it to be a moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. and I mean, if he died, then you never would have got that shit-eating grin either. So it would have been a, a double bonus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah that was... Um, what, what was he doing when he left? Because once they've dug the hole in Antarctica, he goes, all right, I'll be go to a safe distance. He's just sitting there watching the battle. In his cargo ship. Yeah, I mean, the cargo ship's got no weapons. So maybe he cloaked and it's just sitting I in guess. the corner just checking it He's out. He's just watching everyone fight. Yeah. yeah he basically is. Waiting to, waiting to pick him back up again. Yeah. Mm. Like, I uh, love how... Granddad waiting in the car park at this concert, waiting for the kids to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I love how mind-blown Tilk was too when, when Jack, you know, got the power to heal. Tilk seemed to be like the most like pumped about it, the most just like blown mm. away. He's like, he's the healing power of the ancients. You he's are, a god. You yeah. are my god. <laughs> yeah. It's fate. Yeah. O'Neill gets bloody frozen to come back and fight Dr. Evil in the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was hectic. Damn, man. well, there's the giveaway for season eight. You've spoiled yourself. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Big boy's back, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was that was pretty hectic when it started freezing and and Jackson's like, it, you know, he translates it to goodbye. Mm. And then they're all just standing there. I'm like, holy shit, that's a hectic goodbye. Yeah. Like even Carter's like, holy shit, is this real? This like right now? And then he just freezes. I'm like, what the f***? And he freezes staring they're at just Sam just Han Solo'd too. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they totally have, haven't they? Yeah, they've totally. Yeah. I know. You said that already. Yeah, that was hectic, man. Because I thought it was just going to like, take the ancient out of his head <laughs> yeah right and yeah. i'm like oh, okay put it back to normal all that, all that but now he's just frozen i'm like oh, at least he can have some time off now <laughs> yeah but when he comes back he's got to look exactly the same <laughs> yeah let alone haven't had a pee in seven days <laughs> president i thought he was good in some parts but also pissed me off and and the part where he really got to me apart from um you know, last episode when he first got into the Oval Office, he's like, it's my first day. But when uh, Anubis uh, come down as the hologram, <laughs> I noticed Hammond straight away got up and f-ing ran like a pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like full George Costanza, like pushing women and children out of the way. He was gone. And then the president sort of ducked away and they're all shooting him. Oh, it's just a hologram. But then he, he now the president gets some balls. Oh, now that you can't hurt me, you won't kill us. And he's yeah. like, I'll destroy you. No chance and all this America shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was very convenient for Anubis to choose where he where he sort of, you know, hologrammed in and for like the coffee table in between the two couches to already be gone so that Hayes could stand there like yeah. on the American <laughs> yeah. president's seal and stand up to Anubis. And it's just like, oh, a little bit, a little bit convenient. But how did yeah. Anubis know what country is the best and then <laughs> where the best guy yeah, lived in the know. best country? <laughs> yeah. 
Was that from Jonas's mind? Do you run run the world? I'm the president of the United States of America. America. Nation of many. Many what? Many people under me. That's how many. (laughs) Yeah, good chat. Many many nations. I hated it how they're like... um, You didn't go to the UN. Given the rundown, like this serious rundown, should should be in a a f***ing, you know, a war room deep below ground, but they're just sitting on this couch in the Oval Office telling him what the f***ing... Yeah, so this is how the invasion's going. I'm like... Totally be in the situation room. But what I didn't get is how Anubis knew where to uh, hologram himself down into the underground, underneath um, Antarctica. How they opened it up and he's like in there. He's like, you're too late. Oh, yeah. I kind of figured like... If he knew where it was, why didn't he just go in there, blast it it open? I guess because they had to drill the hole. That's what I was wondering too because... Um, Anubis's pr- first prime says, "There's a there's a ship in the southern pole." Yeah, so they're right. kind of looking Go in that there. direction. Then it just stayed statically there until they drilled down into the to the outpost. Yeah. So I'm yeah, thinking, was- oh, okay. So and then maybe he couldn't he couldn't teleport there or whatever it is until SG One dug the hole. That's the only thing I guess. I yeah, he would have uh, the Prometheus. I guess saved the day. He, I was yeah. just thinking Anubis could like just blasted the ice with his with his big fuck off guns. Yeah, but Prometheus was in the way, and then straight away Hammond's like, "All right, just go straight for it." Yeah, that's what I was and wondering then- too. When Hammond left his post to go at the ship, it was almost like all it takes is one direct shot down that hole, and SG One dead. Yeah, from the mothership. Yeah, but I, I think the point being is is Anubis. It kind of it kind of varies on what Anubis wants. Whether he wants what's in Jack's brain or whether he wants what Jack's found. And mm. I think by blasting that hole, he runs the risk of destroying either one or both of those things. But instead, he died. Yeah. Yeah, he got his <laughs> ass handed yeah. to him. Um, but that guess, was a long tunnel. If you're going to get a, a, a blast down that tunnel, you'd have to use the force mate, to sort of bend yeah, it, it looks down. and go <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight in. <laughs> but let me tell you, O'Neill and Tilk, hottest bromance in the galaxy. God, yeah. Wasn't it? And Can you understand a word I'm saying? He just, yeah. he just turns, grabs his face, especially like, when he goes, "Kiss I wanna, him! That's uh, your kiss moment!" Right? I want to take this opportunity to, and he just touches yeah, it. That's the that's the Poe Finn moment where you want Poe yeah. and Finn to kiss. But here's another <laughs> his here's another creepy, gross thing about um <laughs> about Robert C. Cooper. Have a listen to this. It's a wonderful, wonderful moment. It really see. is. Uh, I'm not I'm not all that uh, in favor of of men touching other men's faces. Uh, and, you know, Homophobic. <coughs> uh, that's your own issue, though. Right? Yeah, that's my, one, of my, that's one of my own issues. Uh, uh, I think that's just it is. It's, it's a wonderful, touching moment and totally appropriate in this. Uh, yeah. In this well, he can't talk. Scene. And it right. is a callback to what we just saw at, in, in the, at the end of you know the first hour and a half. Or in the yeah. first, in well, the, the Jaffa hour. also tend to do that. I mean, right. I don't know if you've noticed, but Tony, you know, uh, brain well, tackle off other, and you know yeah. touch each other's faces <laughs> and be a lot more. Uh, uh, physical with each other right. uh, than, than you know so he's obviously never played team sport right. well, you have to yeah. jerk each other off before the game <laughs> just to get a spot on the field 
Just easing the tension, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that. Like that's how Robert C. Cooper had to like reconcile in his brain. He's like, oh, that was that was just just um, Jack. You know, you know, doing something that would be comfortable to Teal'c, who's a Jafar. But human males, oh nah, that that'd be gross. I love <laughs> it how Amanda was just like, well, that's your problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Zing. Yeah, yeah that's that your issue, buddy. Maybe he's just a germaphobe. Yeah. Germaphobe. <laughs> yeah. And don't touch my face. Don't touch and faces. I'm gonna cut catch the gayness from. <laughs> <laughs> I know what happens at the end of this episode. I'm gay. I think <laughs> I think I got pouch juices in my mouth. <laughs> Did you notice though, like just out of nowhere now, we have those like anti cull warrior weapons just like strapped to the top of P nineties now? Yeah. And it's that was that was, a P90, was it? Oh well it was a Carter special and then Daniel had a P ninety, I think. It was uh yeah. Yeah, um, what did, oh Tilk had Took had the P90 as well. Yeah, so the, but but it's basically human weapons that now have that little energy pulse because it wasn't the bullets still doing it; they were firing standard rounds. But then also there was that little sort of yeah, light switched. beam attachment coming to the which top was of the such P90s. a. I think it ruins such a sick moment where O'Neill's sitting in the in the ancient chair. The rings de- the rings come in, and you're thinking, oh, there's going to be a Jafar contingent, but there's two super yeah, soldiers there. Dude. I was mm. like, oh shit. Yeah. This whole episode just got to the next level, and then they're just like pew pew, and you're like, oh, oh, and then they beam down two yeah. more, and they're like yeah. pew pew. And the yeah. hallway where they came in was facing straight at O'Neill. They could have just shot him, yeah, but right in the face. And then I think they're not they, good shots. Though. They forgot that they could walk. <laughs> <laughs> they well, could squat though. They just stood there. Did yeah, you see that? They could peek around the corner. Yeah, the guy squatted, and you could really see his complete cock and balls. The cod, <laughs> cock the cod piece just comes down as he's squatting. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, he sure is a super soldier. He was teabagging at the bottom of his armor, Master Chief. <laughs> but yeah, they only had they only had two Carl warriors, like two costumes and two dudes in the suit. So. Martin Wood was trying to give it the effect that there was like 10 of them down there by when two would beam down, you could hear like other coal warriors firing in the background, but they never bothered. They didn't have the money, I guess, to do like a crowd duplication shot. So the, mm. in essence, it was supposed to be us us up against, you know, 10, you know, coal warriors, yeah, but you only ever see two at a time. There was only one way to ring in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because so, that's what confused me because I get why he's doing the shot for shot, but I assume that two came down, they killed him, and then another two came down. And yeah. they killed them. And but Wallace was basically what happened yeah. to his army. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of yeah. it. He didn't like seem to be Like being 10 of them enough. down. Whoever can fit in there, not two at a time. Yeah. Well, yeah, can standard Jafar, you've seen him sort of ring in like six or eight at a time. Yeah. Yeah. But Carl Warriors aren't that big that you can, you yeah. know, you couldn't put in more than two. Like, I just feel like either they should have made the corridor longer or something like that, or just the Carl Warriors should have got way closer. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And the, and the weapons shouldn't have been as effective. So it was down to Jack with the drones, the glowy drone mm. sperm things yeah. to kill the super soldier. Imagine if it got it got to the point where it's like they're so close to Jack in the chair, like Teal has to like jump in hand to hand and try yeah. and like fight off one of these cull warriors right as, you know, the floor opens up and, yeah. and you know the, the Yeah, they should have just shit up in yeah. there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's just like right when you're just hanging on by a thread. Yeah, that's when he releases the jellyfish. That's the only the thing jellyfish. that annoyed me mm. about it. Yeah, is that they they just killed the super soldiers too easy. They're just it's like the same Jafar thing. Now. Same thing. Build build them up to be this ultimate warrior, and then 
just just you're like, oh yeah we'll just send four of them in but they'll kill them straight away mm, they yeah. don't cause any damage whatsoever they just shoot the walls a couple of times yeah and it was never set up that you know we had these weapons on the top of our weapons now yeah like you know by death now we just had that one prototype on the TER we had a yeah. little you know so yeah it would have been nice for a little setup for that somewhere but I guess it could have just been runtime. maybe there was something in there setting that up but mm. they just didn't didn't have time for it but yeah you'd, th- you'd think given how much you know how much damage they've done, even just not just in Death Nail, but the other episodes, like Evolution and that kind of stuff, for, you know, Tilk, Jackson and, and Sam to all come out of it completely unscathed. Like, no one no one yeah. copped it, even a shoulder hit yeah. or, or anything like that. Yeah, it would have been nice. Yeah. I think my favourite moment is when Jack has kind of expelled all his drones and the four, <laughs> <laughs> the other three kind of come to his aid and it's not like... Usually if someone's down, one person will help them up. But it was the three of them there and all four of SG, the original SG-1 were in the shot. And I don't know, it was like a really nice team moment there where I was like, F- this is these are the four guys at the end of this entire saga. They're Still the ones there. in the middle getting shit done. Yeah. And then and then you're like, Jack could die here. Yeah. Like, this is it. Yeah. It's good. Amanda Tapping apparently did have an issue with um, when they beam back up, when, they, when they're leaving um, Teonas. And, you know, they, they, they ring up and there's dead Ronan and there's like dying um, mm. Braytac. Mm. And Sam just kind of just steps over him straight away. Like she had a real issue with that, like that she didn't stop yeah. and, and check him. So if you, if you listen really carefully, it's got to, I think they've done it in post. You actually hear Braytac going, secure the ship. So yeah, that right. kind of that gave Carter her moment to step past him, check and yeah. see that Ronan's dead, because obviously she needed to get forward so they could fit everyone else in the frame. Yeah, that did piss me off at the time because when they all three of them beamed up and then yeah, Carter stepped over him, the other two just stood there looking around like, oh my god, we've never seen this shit before, or like, mm. you know, they're just sitting there like I'm, I'm like, help him. Yeah. He's dying on the ground and you're just standing there staring around. Like, yeah, I think it's one of those things where you sacrifice the logic of the moment to get that cool shot because it was a cool shot. But yeah, you just kind of sacrifice the the mm. character logic to um to get that yeah. shot. I like the weird thing for me in the cargo ship was the fact that the rings usually that that whole back cargo area is flat, but here the rings had were risen up, but yeah, there's like a bevel. Right. Yeah, you're right. I was like, oh yeah, that's right, because they need that for to melt the ice or whatever, and that's what Jack does. But I I forgot that they'd had it earlier before they go down to Taylor. So I'm like, yeah. it's never like that. It's so strange. I, I reckon that was purely so because that's obviously their their ring prop they've that they've used outside, like in, yeah. in um, other guys and stuff like that. I think it's purely so they could have that moment where Jack is doing stuff to the rings. Yeah. Because whereas normally there obviously there's nothing there. There's just a, a ring pattern on the ground, mm. and the rest is all CG. So I reckon they've they've chucked that in so that they could have that little panel where Jack could get in with yeah. His that's what I'm saying. Line. Like he that that was for that. General, that was that for their there for the only reason. Camera, yeah. But the, like, yeah, I would have liked it if they had have made it flat, and then next minute you see O'Neill tinkering with it later. And yeah, it, and it's there like he's built it almost. Yeah, that yeah, would be right. Cool. Or he's just got it out of the floor and yeah, or he's yeah, he's opened the hatch. Yeah, I mean yeah. they they built the bloody um uh, the engine room for him to go and get the engines going, yeah, going faster and stuff. So yeah, it would yeah, be nice true. to have oh, a little yeah. bit extra. I think that was oh, yeah, that yeah, was they, pretty cool. Yeah, they do have them. I think that was a redress from. Um, it's like the answer was right here. You had everything you needed. Yeah, yeah. Like you literally <laughs> you MacGyvered think, the situation. Yeah, that's you what I was thinking. Is crystal and oh, where's it? Yeah, uh, just soldering iron. Just give us an energy gun. Just, with a oh, see, you only need one shot. There it unlocks padlocks. You should make the 
Just make it's it go faster. faster. You honestly could have done this by accident. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's Carter's you know, like, oh, the yellow one yeah, goes oh, in. I just oh, want the yellow oh, and the red yeah. one and then uh, fire. She's like taking uh, mental notes going, just picturing everything going, okay, I need to remember that for next time. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. And apparently um, someone did that. Someone worked out the math. I, I read this online because they, they say at a point when Anubis sends his like couple of scout ships and then when he rocks up with his big fuck off ship, they say he's got 30 plus other Hatak there with him that all get blown up so over 30 hatak are destroyed in this episode apparently up until this point the total number of hatak destroyed is 64 so we've just we basically in this one episode we've destroyed almost as many hatak as we've destroyed in the entire seven seasons leading up to this episode yeah right and i'm a hell of a battle yeah and i'm like watching every sort of counting how many attack we lose every single time (laughs) just to get to this point i'm like that's commitment right there (laughs) Someone's got a whole lot of time. And you compare yeah. this to the first siege that when Anubis came to Earth the first time with the two motherships, that was epic. Now it's just like Apophis. There. Sorry, what did I say? Anubis. No. Anubis. Yeah, I mean yeah. Apophis. Yeah, oh, I like I back did. in, yeah, right. Serpents, grass, yeah. whatever it was, yeah. I was just like, wow, this is just... Yeah. And that was that was the last invasion of Earth, you know, like if you don't, if you don't count oh, ships, the yeah. asteroid. asteroid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, why did it take so long for them to come? Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they like, knew where it was. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, Mr. Braytac, it's Master. Master. Master Braytac. That was <laughs> excellent. Was. And that you was all- call him Master. Thank yeah. you. That was almost a little callback to like Supreme Commander as well. Yeah, yeah. It was Kinsey again. That was good. That was good. I like that moment where they they shut him up where they were in the Oval Office and Hammond's in there going, look, this is this is his tactics, all right? This is what he's going to do, and I think he's just showing us, he's testing us, and if we go off and try and kill his scout ships now to sort of show that we have got some defenses, he's going to know we haven't got the big defenses and blah. And like Kinsey just had an answer for everything, and they cut back to him at one point where he literally couldn't argue with, and he just sort of. Ugh, like rolls his eyes it's like okay yeah obviously he's right like I can't yeah. even uh, it's like the sky is blue oh really it looks blue to you it's only because God of- lets you see blue yeah. <laughs> it's like he didn't even have a, a God answer like he, God made it blue. last week when he had those moments where like he was arguing points like okay I can see how that could be a logical argument rebuttal whatever and then you get to the moment where he's like well on God's mm. green. Yeah. So, all right, so you're in a corner. You whip out the old G card. Yeah, okay. yeah. Wasn't that a, O'Neill is like, um, O'Neill's like, oh, we're going to get invaded. And then Kinsey's like, no, we're not. You're just making it up. Mm. And then later on he's like, yeah, and O'Neill caused this massive invasion. And O'Neill's like, I thought you didn't believe in the invasion. Oh, yeah. 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 And then like Kinsey was uh, the one who <laughs> were like pushed to suspend gate activity. And then when the invasion happens, he's like, oh, I'm going to use the gate to get off Earth. Yeah. yeah. And like, oh, okay, go. so it's okay to use the Stargate now, is it, yeah, mate? He's such a coward. Oh, I such see now. Prick. Like you've hated him before because he's just been such an asshole, oh, but now man. he's a coward to yeah, add on to yeah. that. He's just a self Desperate coward. So good. I, want, so I bet good. he has a. He's left his wife and his dog too. <laughs> oh yeah, he can't wait to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he's already got another backup pair on the beta side. <laughs> yeah, totally. that's what I. That's what I liked when um, Woolsey was sitting there uh, last episode with the, that um, General Maynard Francis, and, and they're like going at the president, like toing and froing, and I was just like, Maynard would be sitting there going, if this. If you didn't have a position of power, like all you do is answer to Kinsey, but that's enough for you to like feel like you're 
superior. But if that wasn't, and you and me were hand to hand, I would just snap you. Like, yeah. You're lucky yeah. there is titles in the world. I've thought about that at work many times. Yeah. <laughs> I could kill my boss, rip his throat out with my teeth. Oh, something we missed when <laughs> the we were. The only reason around. I'm not doing it's because it's illegal. Is <laughs> the only reason. Something we are I missed when we were talking about um, Hammond is we didn't get quite the yeah moment from Hammond. But yeah, I was we did, waiting for something like that. We <laughs> did get something I think almost as good, and I think potentially it would have been great if this was the last like line of the episode because it could have potentially been the last line of the series. Yeah. Um, but this I think this is one of Hammond's best. What the hell was that? That was SG One. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, like nine halves right yeah. there. Because that's a good way to yeah. sum up the series. It's like, you know, the final episode. What was that? That was SG-1. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. SG-1, available on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's made for a trailer right there. All yeah. seven seasons now available on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> Hammond's a f***ing badass man. Yeah, yeah it's so good. <laughs> Love him. So what would you think, Reese? Uh, we teased it back in um, uh, Window of Opportunity back in season four. Uh, on IMDb, it's rated a 9.5 out of 10. Tied with Lost City Part 2 on a 9.5 out of 10. Yeah, i got to say Lost City's better than Window of Opportunity. It's a different animal. You can't... Like, Lost City is just a combination of everything. Mm. And, like, Window of Opportunity is clearly the best standalone. But when you're talking about the entire series, yeah, this takes the cake. Well, it's funny. Lost City uh, Part 1 is actually, like, the fourth because it's only at a 9.1. Whereas, whereas Fifth Race is at 9.3. Yeah. So Fifth Race is actually the third best rated episode on um, on IMDb. Yeah. I mean, you can Understandable. You can. Mm. Like this podcast, I don't think you can split them. It I is. It's, it's, the splitting, biggest... it's splitting hairs, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like all those, all those impact episodes where you're just like, holy shit. Like this is just everything sort of adds up to this moment. And mm. then obviously you carry on from that and trying to add up to another moment. So I guess it's, it's at those moments throughout the series where you're like, yeah, that is a perfect episode to sort of round up what we've seen so far. And then the next perfect episode, yeah, that's an epic epic episode as well. Obviously, there's a few of those throughout the series, but yeah, this one, I think, obviously the whole arc of eight seasons or seven seasons so far. Yeah, just it's awesome. perfect. And how lucky would you be when um, when uh, the president is finished with um, Weir in his food? He's like, oh, is my five minutes up? Oh, I gave you seven. And he kicks her out and he goes, Barney, good to see you again. And invites like that extra in. She's a contest winner. So she's just, a, oh, she's, really? she's a fan. They started doing it, I think this season and keep going it. She entered a competition to get a walk-on role in Stargate That's and awesome. she won. And she, she did get, look very, very happy. When yeah. She and she gets to be in this episode. I mean, <laughs> she didn't get to do anything with, you know, SG1, but to even say you were in this episode yeah. as a fan of Stargate yeah. would be so cool. In the Oval Office. It's not bad. Yeah, in the X. I'd be yeah, happy because I'd be in the X Men set. I was like, yeah. oh my God, I'm in the X Men 2 set. Yes. <laughs> Nightcrawler was here. Nightcrawler was here. Yeah. Yeah, I remember they did that for season eight. I I can't remember. I must have not applied. Obviously, they would have picked Had me. Had to be an American citizen. Th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was just like, oh man, that would be so good. I think there was a desert one where you could go. There's a bit pretty. Oh, in yeah. season eight. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, actually, oh, yeah, I think yeah. I do remember you saying, yeah, there's some yeah, there's some people in burkas in the background. Yeah. yeah. I remember you could apply. 
it's your fault that Stargate SG One gets in trouble for brown facing because like you're in, <laughs> you're in the desert. It's like, hang on a second, that's a Caucasian man. Yeah. He's just been <laughs> just in brown face background going bunny bunny way. <laughs> like, mate, you're on the wrong planet. I mean, the president did get a little handsy when he said goodbye to Weir, and he's like, "Thanks, thank, thanks, Barney." And he's like, sort of, you know, casually hand on the Stops shoulder. And I'm like, oh. "Taps on the ass, <laughs> get out of here, uh, you rascal." That wouldn't happen. Uh, and it was like a couple of moments, and I'm like, "Oh, this this show would get in trouble for like for no reason, but people yeah. would find a reason. Like that would that would not fly today." <laughs> oh, I'm surprised where... he didn't grab her on the pussy. <laughs> no, what, yeah. what would have been? Yeah, that, what would have been great? So, obviously, that's the power. You just do it. They like, grab her by the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> no, what would have been great is if is if if it was done now and it was like yeah it was a it was a um like a Trump impersonation it'd be as he's as he's taking Weir out he's going get out of here you little rat bag and then <laughs> and then as um as Bonnie's coming he goes come on in sugar tits yeah. <laughs> they love it they just love does it, right two bad. in one uh, you rat uh, bag yeah, come on in sugar tits let me let's let's talk about washing machines and what you think about them <laughs> the other two right like we, we you when, to take my dinner order <laughs> <laughs> when Braytech showed up and like you said he didn't shake her hand like. That 2020, that'd get called, or 2019 especially, yeah. that'd, get, that'd get called. That's why well, he didn't shake it because she's a woman. It's like, no, no, no. It was an authority figure replacing an authority mm. figure that he was familiar that with. That he didn't respect. But it was a man and a woman. And then when Daniel first met Weir and was sort of like, hey, yeah, nice to meet you, but mm, this is kind of bullshit, this whole thing. And she, I don't know what she said about the whole process he's like yeah but you're replacing a great man mm. and i'm like i feel mm. like today you'd have to emphasize great yeah or, uh, <laughs> or, or you're replacing a great man oh, like yeah. you know like because the way that yeah. i just i like it makes me so sad that you're right but yeah. mean, like, it's like, like the, the whole point of what daniel was saying line. he goes he's a great yeah. person he's a great yeah, he's not human. a military no. yeah because he says yeah. he says yeah. rank aside he's a great man meaning yeah. he's a great human being yeah. he's a great person oh rank aside but, he's just a great man it's called great man, a great lady. You're so right. Oh no, it sucks, doesn't it? God damn it, world, fix yourself up for Christ's sake. No one something is wrong, and no one it's not. Interesting that they, yeah, it's we're finally at the the end of season episodes now where they wrap it up, and you know there's more seasons, so you just like. Where to from here? Yeah, mm. but it's like this, yeah. not a not a huge cliffhanger. Like season one, season two, season three, season four. Yeah, season four was Exodus. So there's mm. all these like big cliffhanger episodes. Mm. Yeah, it's great to get an awesome two parter that you can enjoy as one thing without having to switch DVDs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but then there's enough for it to then push on to next season because yeah. you're like, what's going to happen with Jack? And basically, it's a great Hammond? setup for Atlantis because that this is what Atlantis is. It's more technologically based than it is ancient Egyptian yeah. based. Yeah. So it's kind of like they're yeah, going to spin right. off onto that that area, whereas SG One kind of keep this line. Yeah, nice. I, don't, I noticed they did a mid season break in this one as well. Just looking at the dates they released after Evolution Part One, which went to, to air August two thousand three, and then. They, they have the that was hiatus. on Sci-Fi, and then it started airing on two different channels, Sky and Sci-Fi or something. Sky's oh, in England. Yeah, Sky's the American. That's Sky One in the UK, and then right. um, Sci-Fi would, is the American. It one. would release like it would release on Sky before it released on Sci-Fi. Yeah, because Sci-Fi would do that thing that I hate, which is the mid-season break where they you, you they do a cliffhanger at the halfway point, mm. and you have to wait two months for it to come back. Whereas in the UK, mm. they'd be like. 
that. We're just going to keep playing. So yeah, they, no, would, they like would start the, playing. And yeah, then... so Evolution Part 1 aired on Sci-Fi in August 2003. And then December 2003, it was on Sky. Then three weeks later, it was on Sci-Fi. But then every week after that, it would air... I don't know whether they've they've just aired it on a Thursday on Sky and then a Sunday on on Sci-Fi or whatever. Yeah, it but it, it re- yeah, it got released days earlier in um, in England. You're right, yeah. You're and right, it does. Mate. The the one downside to Stargate moving forward is it does become a little bit formulaic in that this is the last season to have 22 episodes. Uh, from this point on, both Atlantis and SG One and even Universe all drop down to 20 episodes per season. And they do like ten episodes, see, uh, like mid-season break, which is a, which is a cliffhanger, and then another ten episodes on the back end, which is one of the things I hate about like modern television is mm. I hate that mid-season mm. break thing. Yeah, um, now it's weird with the streaming services because you'd think, oh, they could do whatever they want, but then they actually just compact it into eight to twelve episodes, yeah. per season, which I kind of like because they're going to be they are they are an hour because they don't need ads anymore. Mm. But they they also it's hard to do a standalone episode with these streaming services. Well, it's like a mini series, yeah. really, right? Mm. Like you used to get your your mini series, which is just a seven or eight episode story, basically. Yeah. Which I loved them because there's no bullshit. There was no oh, okay, we need filler. It yeah. was just all either thing I like storyline or good action. SG One though is that you can just pop on a standalone mm. at any moment. And just watch it. Well, and, and that it's was a standalone episode. But if was it was eight of, episodes, you'd just binge the whole thing. That's yeah, I know. Yeah, that. well that was a lot of the criticism that the Mandalorian got in those middle episodes because they were expecting to be quite a modern take in that it was each episode built on the last one to a climax. Hmm. But Favreau intentionally was like, No, no, I want these little standalone episodes in the middle. You know, it's it's not filler or anything like that. It's just world building. It's just these little little one yeah. one shot stories that people were kind of they didn't know that going in, so they were very critical of them. They're like, I don't understand. And I was the same until I kind of read that. I was like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense now. Yeah, but you've only but, got eight episodes to do it. That's what I mean. It's hard. It's yeah. You piss people off if it's if it's like twenty episodes, you can handle a stand, mm. couple of standalone. And I reckon yeah. with, like with with Mandalorian as well, it, it sort of warps with people's perception because it is live action and there were only 32-minute mm. episodes, a lot of them. So you think if you're seeing something, a very big story and there's a lot of money on screen or even if there wasn't, there was a lot of budget behind the show, you kind of expect it to be a Game of Thrones, like, I want to yeah. see a lot of money, a lot of special effects and an hour-long yeah, story rather true. than give me what they did in the Clone Wars for 22 minutes they stretched it out to 32 for a live action and people just hang on no 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 I need, I need more screen time and yeah like, I was the same I was, I was critical of the, of the filler episodes I'm like ah oh, it's been one filler oh well next week yeah. I think it's two, because you didn't three, get to binge like, it well yeah and Favreau was very articulate on that is, is it's, it's funny like everyone's so used to um, binging stuff now having everything in one hit Favreau kind of want to go back to the old days where, because it's kind of based on Spaghetti Western, mm. he wanted to be, no, you get one episode a week and you've got a week to marinate on that episode, whether it's um, an arc building episode or whether it's just a standalone. And yeah. I, yeah, I hope that he wanted that, but I reckon you ha- that's got to be a business decision too because you yeah, think for, sure. for like all the people that I know for that Disney. are like, yeah, for Disney, it's yeah. like, well, do you wait, especially if, if you're a Star Wars fan, do you wait eight weeks and, and get try spoiled. to try to not read spoilers, and then yeah. just get your free trial week, binge it in a night, yeah. and go sweet. Or are you going to pay two months worth? Which it's only going to be like twelve or fourteen yeah. bucks or something. But no, that that was definitely very, um, very precise and and 
in the way they did that because no spoilers for Rise of Skywalker, but they specifically moved an episode of The Mandalorian, which introduces an aspect of something that can be done in the Star Wars universe mm. that is done in an episode that came out because they episode moved Episode seven, yeah. Yeah, two days before Rise of Skywalker Mm. Drops where that same thing happens. In but you that. could do you could do that in all the old games and stuff too. That wasn't I did, that didn't shock me. Yeah. Oh well. And apparently something that just to get off on some bit more Star Wars, but something that blew my mind was apparently there's a big thing in the crawl of Rise of Skywalker that we don't get to see. It was premiered on Fortnite. Oh uh, no! Something, it, it wasn't. One of those it wasn't in games. the crawl. It was. Something alluded to in the crawl. It was more of a prologue. It was more of an opening part of the story that they go, mm. ah, let's tighten this up. And it was, yeah, yeah, it was, they released the audio on Fortnite or something. Yeah. No, I know we're being nice. careful with obviously our audience, but Reese uh, hasn't seen Rise of Skywalker. I haven't even seen episode seven, the episode we're talking about of ah, Mandalorian. I've still only I seen episode any six. Of Mandalorian. Right. So, like, we're waiting both... to binge. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. So, like, I think Game of Thrones is such a good water, like, just on the whole streaming, because I, I reckon we can tie this back into Stargate, because this obviously was delivered to us week to week. If Stargate comes back, how many episodes do we want and how quickly do we want it? Do we want to be able to, yeah, like, well, Netflix mm, drop it on Gatewell, Friday? Gatewell or... dropped a tweet or a um, an article that potentially. It could go on Apple Plus, Apple TV, Apple TV, Apple, TV, called, uh, yeah. Apple TV Plus, yeah, streaming. Because yeah. yeah. they, yeah, there's a plus. Add more words, well. add more words. Yeah, because Apple. Apple TV is their device. Yeah, but they right. have, so they go, oh shit, we can't. Oh, we get Apple a TV, better do a plus as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just in case I people go that, Disney Plus, or is it Apple TV? Was, it's Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Give us your money. I don't think there was any rumors in that. Was there? It was it just was, like I think it was more them putting to oh, we want Stargate back on something. Apple yeah. needs. And the I thing with Apple, when Apple launched, yeah. Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus launched, they had six programs. Yeah. That was no, it. I think mm. they've since dropped more, but they don't like Netflix, obviously, have a lot of shit. Disney have their own catalogue. They bought another studio to yeah. have more back catalogue. Um, yeah. Amazon yeah. are pumping in I, hundreds of millions of dollars, like Netflix, into their own like Disney content still and hasn't own their got, other shit. For me, yeah, but if you got still, Stan. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> great people. I think yeah, what, that, what that tweet alluded to is. We that, don't need Stargate. Anywhere else. <laughs> what that tweet alluded to is is apparently the rumor is that Apple have approached MGM for exclusive rights to all their content, and then that tweet right. has put, Much put like it together. Have they though? Type thing, yeah. Or? Well, that's 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 what led to it, and then that's where the the next step has been. Well, MGM owns Stargate, so we're getting Stargate. That's sort of the jump that they've made. Right. And it we would be Stargate. But I reckon. Yeah, I wonder with for, for Apple as a business going. Well, we haven't got a lot of original content, and if they bought it, it would Stargate would then be an Apple TV Plus mm. original. Much like when Netflix buy the rights to something after three seasons, it becomes a Netflix original yeah, series. Yeah, Netflix is Daredevil. And so. Yeah, I don't it, want it to it would, become that. It would yeah. make yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Captain America. Really. Yeah, it would make sense for uh, Apple to do that because it is it's it's a known property. Like you want to bring mm. you and want M- something with MGM fans. need the money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they could use it. Yeah, uh, MGM know? want the money. Apple want a program where they could go. Hey, here's what um, seventeen seasons of a TV show. Bang! Yeah. We own this, and we haven't had to make it for a cent. We've just bought it. We didn't make any of it. Now we're going to make some new stuff, and they might only have to make eight episodes per year, or two telly movies, mm. or something. But mm. I feel like I would still want of subscribers. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I love as much as it might be a creative choice by Favreau, and I love Favreau for Mandalorian dropping it once a week. And for a business thing, it's far more beneficial for Disney to have it one, uh, once a week because oh, you don't want to be spoiled. Better pay now. Game of Thrones. Really, like while Netflix was was crushing it with dropping content on a Friday, going, "You want all thirteen episodes? Bang! Have a good weekend." Mm. Yeah, N- like 
no one talks about that show two weeks later sort of thing. Like, fans are, but, like, the world isn't. Whereas Game of yeah. Thrones, everyone's fucking talking about that for mm. two and a half months because yeah. something big happens, you're talking to everyone you know for the next seven mm. days about what's going to happen. Plus, like you said, it's bigger same. and better. Yeah. You can't compare Mandalorian to Game of Thrones. I think oh, yeah, yeah. Not yet. I mean, bigger as far as, like, money, that was the, that was the thing. Like, Game of Thrones was, it's, it's twice as long duration time, but they were still chucking in 10 million an episode for Mandalorian. It had a ma- what? 100 million, oh, yeah. that was saying, 100 million for the season. It was more than that. It was 100 million for the season. It was only eight <sighs> yeah. episodes. I don't think it's worth 100 million, Net- to be Net- honest. Net- it's great because it doesn't suck yeah. like mm. so many Star Wars titles. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not the best. But Netflix were doing $9 million an episode for Discovery, and that was an absolute yeah, dumpster, dumpster fire. You could tell that it was expensive. Mm. They <laughs> so much green screen. <laughs> they didn't, yeah, they didn't, they didn't spend like, much on the writers. Well, that's yeah. what I think with Mando. Like Mando, looks, <laughs> Mando looks crisp. Like, that looks mm. yeah, it's pretty great. Cool. Yeah. Um, but no, except for all the you know the criticism that it's, you know, you got to get 20 minutes into the first episode before you see your first female character, Mitchell. How do you know? That's, They're all in masks. Nice. Well, yeah, that's actually a thing. There's, <laughs> there's a whole freaking tweet tweet thread of people going, "Oh my god, it's, I'm 20 minutes into the first episode of Mandalorian, and not one female character." Or all of a sudden, because episode- that's why I watch shows to tick boxes, right? Exactly. <laughs> or that, um- Whereas The Witcher has, you know, female characters straight up. Yeah, because but they can't has fight with swords, Teddy. Yeah, women don't know how to fight with swords. Oh, yeah, so I don't even know who that. I don't even know who that bloke was. No, me neither. But he can go uppercut himself with yeah with Stargate. Like I feel like I would want that as a give it to me like once a week. I don't know, like just because that's how mm. I used to have it. Or it help us because we can do the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't need a thirteen episode drop and then go. Yeah. Oh Christ. Okay, we're in here okay. every three to, uh, every day for the next three or four days doing three episodes a day. Yeah. Like, we struggled enough with Origins. That was an hour and a half long. All I mean, in saying that. There's been 17 seasons yeah, of Stargate. We're doing a week by week. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. No big deal. Remember when we first talked about doing the podcast, Mitch was like, what if we just did one episode about a whole season and that way we're done in like 17 episodes? Yeah. And I'm thinking about now going, maybe we should have done that. <laughs> oh, I'm glad, I'm, I'm like, we can I, do it for Universe if you want. <laughs> so you one episode say that, about five seasons. And I struggle to think that I even said that. I'm like, what an idiot. <laughs> Three and a half years later, here we are. Yeah, fun ride yeah. so far. Is this the fourth calendar year for Get Into Game? be the fifth. I think so. Be 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Fucking hell. We're in our mid 30s. This is our fifth decade that we've lived in. Like, yeah. That's how it works now. It sucks. It makes you feel mm. so much older now. God <laughs> damn. Uh, damn it. Well, one hell of a ride so far. You. Yeah, thank Christ you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I know we seven years deep. I'm tapping out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Reese is like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And, like, he just gets 18 episodes in going, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm yeah. F- Got shit to do Imagine if is like, oh, look, I'll come in for the SG1 episodes, but you guys are going to do Atlantis ones on your own. I'm fine. <laughs> well, that's still going to happen. I, I mean, hey, you guys might need to find a new place to record. I can come in and get, Atlantis is shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Me and Reese are tapping out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just finish SG1 and go home. <laughs> that's still 18 months away if we just did, just did SG1. Yeah. I um The only thing I wanted to touch on else was uh, the giant statue sculpture in the... In oh, the yeah. ancient planet, yeah. like missing its head, mm. but like, I always wondered what the hell was it. I wanted to, I want to know. Yeah, Did they go to Middle Earth. It's not like yeah, the ancients. Right? It's yeah. not like the ancients to do that kind of grandiose kind of stuff, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's true. And it, yeah, it gives you the thing is it gives you a real sense of history and 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 universe building, much mm. like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. That just that. Yeah, 
Who and was it? This must have been someone yeah. like yeah. just looked up to, and yeah, there's a so whole cool. history there. Like, Given that, like you know, Tommy was it claw feet as well? I thought it was just yeah. like a toey Roman sandal. I thought it was, was toey oh, Roman sandal. Okay. Um, but given that, like, you look at Heliopolis, Heliopolis was a was sort of a big deal. Mm. Um, as love like the, that guy, Wog Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like you know the meeting place for the four great races. That was a pretty sort of epic kind of building out on the yeah. cliff and that kind of stuff. Then in fifth race, it's like we gate into just like this one little black room. We have no access to the rest of the entire planet. Yeah, that's true. Except for that one Ooh, one I little wonder. room. What was inside that? What that structure was made of? The fifth race one. Obviously, Ooh. it's a room. What was outside of that? Yeah. Um, and then this one is, yeah, in this big giant, you know, ruins, which we've never outside. normally outside. And obviously some big, you know, golden idol of stone idol of, of someone. Mm. Yeah. So awesome. it could be a, a, you know, a, a human race like a out there that were, that were worshipping the ancients or something like that. But Built on top of it. Yeah. But it just yeah. seems very anti-ancient to let people worship them. Yeah, that's true. As gods, so yeah, it would be good to find out what that um, what that big. Maybe it's covered in one of the books. Yeah, that's that we true. don't read. The I um, canon. the other the other thing is I loved the fact that Daniel tried to get onto the face sucker, but yeah, Jack like literally shoved him into the wall. Yeah, like who else is gonna get? To, who are we gonna get to translate that? And I loved that little beat. But the only thing I didn't like was like Daniel kept harping on about it. Like, you know, I would have done it. And he's like, but that's stupid. Yeah. Why yeah. would you do it? Who would have translated when I go yeah. ancient? Well, yeah. Let's just get Satterfield. She seems keen. <laughs> and Daniel, let's be honest, mate. You were she ancient pumped. once and you helped us nothing. Yeah, mate. yeah so that's it. Why would we give you a second chance? Yeah. You had it before. And I, and I feel like Jack she was kind of talking everybody up because it's like he says to he says, in fact, you're the one person that can't do it. Yeah, and then ten minutes later, he's like, "Carter, you're one of this planet's national treasures." Yeah. <laughs> like, well, she probably shouldn't have done it either. So yeah. you know, I feel like he was just boosting up Jackson's ego. Yeah, I feel like Jackson's almost like, um, "You're gonna die if you get the ancient knowledge." I'm pretty sure I can handle it. <laughs> I've like, died just, several times. I'll and just come back. live yeah. through it. Like yeah. my brain. I know is good some enough. guys back up in the afterlife. Yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll ascend <laughs> I'll be and I'll come back, it. and it'll all be fine. Yeah. It's time for the Get Into Gate Harry Mailbag. I've been uh, hit up by another Russian bot, it looks like. Right. Welcome to Inbox with Maddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we've got some, some Russian or Ukrainian or something or other characters, and then Greta, and says, Get into extraconversion.com, my loves. We can convert Maddie's base number into my volume if you know what I mean. <laughs> so not only is there a conversion.com. What do you mean, com, what do you mean by that? <laughs> um, just adding another spreadsheet, just adding another column to the spreadsheet. God, yeah. Um, there's, I had a look at it and it's like it's like conversion.com but extra, hence the name, extraconversion.com. You can convert like energy and oh. velocity. Oh, so you got your normal calculator, kind of but then you got your science calculator. Your scientific, yeah, maths, yeah, you got like your cos, sine, and tan. Knew, never knew how to use those. <laughs> I mean, oh, I can still write <laughs> boobies on it, so yeah, no. that's true. Um, look, once our once our sponsorship with conversion dot com drops off, I'm definitely jumping yeah. onto extra, extra conversion dot yeah. Extra conversion If they want to give us some extra money, extra f-ing cash, yeah, <laughs> cha ching. Tom Woodhouse has gotten in contact with us on Patreon. Tommy, Tom, Tommy T.W. Wood, the Put big a bet wood. On. Oh, man, I was hoping to get some free punting money for the old, <laughs> for the old dish lickers. The big wood. Woody's, Woody what? says, hey, what? God. 
Dish lickers? The dishies. Oh, dish. Yeah. Oh, dick lickers. <laughs> dick lickers. I don't need money for that. I'm good. <laughs> I got credit. It's they, free, baby. They pay me. <laughs> Woody says, uh, hey, guys. I hope you all had a great Christmas. I'm just listening to Death Knell while taking my Christmas decorations down, and I wanted to voice my opinion on the Tritonin V Primtar thing. Personally, I always got the impression that the Tritonin does exactly the same job as Junior, but thanks to centuries of gold brainwashing, Tilk only believed that it had made him weaker. At the end of Orpheus, when Tilk got his mojo back, I figured that just meant he got over it and was back to being the same old Tilk. I could be wrong, but that's the way I always saw it. Anyway, take care, guys, and have a great 2020. Oh, mm. and uh, sorry that your country is literally on fire. Literally. That's right, mate. It's not your literally. fault. Yeah, I think I think it's up to each individual mm. viewer because it, they never actually say. Yeah, I did. Um, I did email Tom back. And one of the sort of things I posited is it's like what we need to know about Tritonin is it's like, okay, so maybe when Teal'c injects with Tritonin, it puts him back up to 100% of what he was like when he had a symbiote. But it seems like he has to like inject himself every day because mm. there's like an episode next season where he's out for a little bit and he he needs his Tritonin really quickly. It seems like he's only been out for a day or so. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of, you don't know whether it's established, like, okay, so maybe if he needs to inject Tritonin every 24 hours, maybe he's at 100% for 20 hours. And then he drops off in the last four and needs another top up, or is he at a hundred percent and then he's tapering off? So as the day gets later and later, he's getting weaker and weaker until his next shot of tritonin. Mm. So, but yeah, I agree that I think once he's taken a shot of tritonin straight away, he's as strong as he was when he See, had. See, I was um, always under the impression that it probably wasn't a hundred percent, but mm. maybe tritonin knocked him up to ninety, and oh, because yeah. because he's tilk, he gets to a hundred. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why true. I always thought that's of it. That's true. That's why I still meditates. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too. And because there was that thing in Orpheus where they kind of play it up where it's all mental, not physical. Like, Tilk mentally thinks he's weaker without a symbiote, but there's no proof that he's physically weaker mm. without his symbiote. So, mm. yeah, I think they've intentionally left it as a grey area so as not to write themselves into a corner. So if they needed to do something with Tritonin in a couple of seasons' time, yeah. they they you know like like with you know the the infamous you know three sh- three zat shots disintegrates. Mm. It's like we haven't seen that since like season two because they wrote it in in <laughs> season one and went, oh this is the most stupidest thing we've ever done. We're never going to do more than two shots ever again. Mm. But if I go swimming in the pool, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty much diabetes. Take an injection if you're feeling unwell. Yeah, that's why I always yeah. felt like. For me, Tritonin's weaker because he does have to take it 24-7, whereas yeah. Tilk just used to have to do an hour of killing a ream, mm. but now he has to sleep and take Tritonin every day. So yeah. for me, that is more of an annoyance. So it's it's a little bit weaker. Yeah, the it's, the, pay, it's yeah. the payoff eh, for not yeah. having to rely on the yeah. symbiote, That's why, not yeah. be controlled by the Gwawul. But then theoretically, if he's out and about and he's got a little you know, tube of Tritonin... Mm. And he, does he not need to sleep and not need to... Like, if he just keeps injecting himself when he gets tired or, you know, whatever, can he just keep going so he doesn't even need to do the... Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, he so does there's... say earlier that I because I require sleep now, blah, 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 mm. but I still do Kel Nareem. Yeah. Because it's sick. Because he loves his candles. I mean, he's bought all these. Well, that's, I mean, that's where all his pay goes. You know, he, he does he's use the, the rest of them. He does get a couple of bucks thrown at him by the SGC every month. So he's like, he's yeah. got to spend them on something. So he's like, all right, I'll spend it on dome polish and candles. <laughs> dome polish. <laughs> dome polish. Yeah. Did he buy the donuts yeah. or is that petty cash? Oh, oh, he probably gets reimbursed. Probably takes receipts and gets reimbursed. Yeah, I reckon. fair call. Because yeah. well, sponsorship. He doesn't, get, he doesn't get paid, so. Yeah, his sponsorship with Maybelline's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Maybelline. No more eyeliner. 
Now, I've got a little something here from Kimberly Turk. Kimbo. Uh, she sent us an email, and I've got a little, I attached a little video for you guys to watch. <laughs> what? We can put it up on our socials. Uh, did you guys notice, uh, this is for the episode Abyss. She says, did you guys notice Jonas had his tea mug attached to his belt the first time they were at the star chart? It looked like a hairdryer at first. Odd choice. What? Watch no, the video. I didn't that. Watch the video that I've little attached. We'll, we'll chuck it up on the socials. He has a little metal travel cup attached to his belt. Oh, it's a metal one. Yeah, like <laughs> it's that classic oh, no, one that he a, drinks out of. It's got tea in it. Yeah, so it's got like the handles like tucked into his belt. That's funny. And you so can it's see a travel little... mug. It's not like a military tea mug. No, it's that travel mug. I think that's the same mug he had when he was when he had the idea to bring the star yeah. get up. Was like that's his mug. That's his drink. Hilarious. Mug. I can, I mean, of all the that's shit current. that I've laid on China, Jonas over the years, nice, I've Kimmy. never noticed that. So well, well done, done, Kim, for like noticing it. that. That's I like brilliant. That. I actually like that from Jonas. Making use of the hand. I mean, he doesn't know that could that could be something on you know <laughs> He's got Kelowna. Two hands free to do yeah. to look at paperwork. Uh, yeah, on Kelowna. Yeah. That's a, Kelowna. That could be a thing. Yeah, that's a totally a thing. <laughs> Put your tea on your hip. Oh, you got a holster. Oh, it's a it's a tea holder. <laughs> that's for your gun, Jonas. <laughs> I don't carry guns. I carry tea. Yeah. And uh, and Vanessa Harris also got in touch with us on the emails. She said uh, she's noticed a giant plot hole in two thousand and one. Says, hey guys, I was listening to your podcast on 2001 and I've just realised there is no way SG-1 would even have gone to the Volian planet because it didn't have a DHD. So they would have sent a MALP and then scrubbed the mission when they couldn't find it. Because that was when we, they go to that planet. It's no, the, but isn't it if they can't find a DHD, they take an aqua generator with them? That's I think if you spoke to one of the writers, that's what they'd say. That's Oh yeah, they just yeah. take an aqua generator. That's generally what they do. Would be would be the thing because yeah, they got to get the melt back at least. Yeah. Yeah. Write yeah. that off. Did they have the Nequita generators going on in two thousand one? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was season yeah. five. Yeah. Okay. So they had Nequita generators by that. They were still the big ones. They still you know they still needed a trolley yeah. for those ones. Yeah. They weren't the handhelds yet. But I found that yeah very interesting because I had to go to the agrarian planet for the Volians to introduce us to the Ashen because we'd locked out the Ashen address from mm. from twenty ten. Uh, and that was how we got back into the Ashen spiral. So, yeah. geez, I tell I you like what. that whole storyline. So cool. Yeah. Uh, there's some keen eyes. I love it. So well done, Vanessa, for spotting that one. But, yeah, I think um, Naquita Generator. Jared Steele. Oh, Jay Steele, the rod. Greetings from Wichita, <laughs> Kansas. I'm oh, a lover of all... Howdy, uh, y'all. Hello. I'm a lover of all things sci-fi and decided to give Stargate a go. Well, good on you, mate. Welcome. I'm a first-time watcher like Reese and have been following along with the oh, podcast for about really. six months. Welcome. I've finally caught up this week and just wanted to drop you a line to say thank you. I'm a delivery driver for a medical company and the fun you put into my ear holes on a weekly basis makes the days go by faster. I've laughed out loud so many times in my truck that other people in traffic probably think I am crazy. <laughs> if only they knew I was listening to a serious discussion about shitting through a wormhole, <laughs> then maybe they would understand. <laughs> a couple of things. Right. I agree with Reese that Jonas Quinn is a fine character. Oh, come on. And gets a raw Absolutely. deal. Also, this one's for Maddie. I'm a huge Trekkie and can't wait for the new Picard series. Ah, you can indeed. go ahead and give me a that's one for that. Absolutely, we can. That's one. Thank you. Anyways, keep up the good work, boys. And I wanted to let you know that we're thinking about you over here in the States, all the bushfires going on. Thinking you, Jared. Cheers to the J Rod. Steel Rod. And to end the mailbag here, five star Apple Podcast review by Bagpuss. 
From the United Kingdom. On your pussy. Sorry, what? Bag puss. You're right. Puss in the bag. Cup the, of tea and a muffin in your puss. It's titled the <laughs> SG69 team. Oh. That's us. Six niner. Five stars and five hards for this podcast. Oh, this is a must it. listen for any Stargate fan. A perfect blend of analysis, conversation and and polite inquiry into why Cooper is allowed. Oh, sorry. Why Cooper is allowed <laughs> anywhere near a pen? <laughs> From low points, emancipation, Maddie. Oh, come on now. Do you say you like this just to wind the others up? It is surely the complete and utter. That part is deleted by Apple. Oh, apparently, really? yeah. Wow. <laughs> It is complete and utter blank. Bullshit. I can imagine what he wrote. Or she. I'm going to assume Bagpuss is a man. Bagpuss. <laughs> Don't assume. <laughs> Got a ball bag and a puss. <laughs> <laughs> and nine hearts. Don't assume. Grab him by the bagpuss. <laughs> to the highs. Is it Caitlyn Jenner? <laughs> to the highs of window opportunity. I cannot have a day at the driving range without at some point yelling out, in the middle of my backswing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when we get to season seven finale, here we are, oh, Reese is going odds. to lose his mind, yeah. but, but not need an Origins way. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring that up. <laughs> Maddie, your Wikipedia knowledge of all things Stargate is staggering, but Star Trek <laughs> belongs on a different <laughs> podcast. Absolutely. Oh, I've been asked. I've been asked to do a soundtrack so many podcast. Times. The Gibson brothers remind me of my of my brother and me, and I would also have nailed him with the trick questions in the quiz <laughs> and then ducked as the TV remote zipped straight past my head. And Mitch, keeping it all together. <laughs> <laughs> Just the glue. The glue. The glue. The glue. Oh, <laughs> I think what we're saying Flag here is... Old horse. Going old horse forward... <laughs> Going forward, he's got a big dick. No, he's just useless glue. <laughs> Going forward into Atlantis, maybe maybe we give maybe we give Reese a break, and we can see who has Reese been paying attention for SG One. Maybe give has Mitch been paying attention Atlantis. God, since yeah. he's the new guy. Well, let's give Mitch something uh, for Atlantis. I love you guys so much for being such great f- fans. Brilliant, keep it up. Well, thank you. Bag puss on your bag, oh, pussy. Thank you, bag puss. <laughs> I'm never gonna bag your puss. No, oh, well. You might. Maybe. Oh, baggers you ask in, nicely. Bag, baggers in say you bad things. You put a bit of effort oh, in. Oh, say bad things. Yeah, baggers in say bad things. Oh, Not, right. Yeah. Holy Hannah. Wowzers. <laughs> All right. It's, it's time, time to find, find out if Reese has been paying attention. Trivia time for the new guy. Season seven. What a season oh, it's been. Five shit. questions, 30 seconds on the clock. Time starts after the first question. Complete the following line. Up, down, charmed, oh. blank. Strange? Correct. Oh, yes. What is the atomic weight of boron? Ten. Correct. What is the celestial body? <laughs> oh, Uma Thurman. Correct. Yeah. Yes. According to Jack, Shit. what is the sound of Earth's point of origin in ancient? Oh, pass. What was the name of the lava planet with the ancient outpost? Colonnade. Colonnade. (laughs) (laughs) Incorrect. Donald Trump's in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Colfefe. That wasn't bad, though, the colonnade. According to Jack, the sound of the Earth's point of origin symbol in ancient is at. Uh, Uh, 
what was the name of the lava planet Proclarouche Taonas? But so close. You were thinking of the other planet where the yeah, where they were the colonnades where the yeah, sub, sub, lemonade from the suppository yeah. was in. That was P three something something something. Surprised myself with all three of those first answers. Yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say fat instead of ten. <laughs> I would have accepted that. Your father made you wrong. You stupid son. Oh, of what a shame we couldn't end the season on a high. That would have been great. Uh, you maybe do it again. <laughs> Definitely maybe, not. Maybe next week with the season redemption, you know, you might. Oh, uh, look, I feel up. like I'm never going to get five out of five again after that Twitter poll. <laughs> <laughs> I feel He's like. Dirty. Oh, f- why wouldn't I be? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> horse shit. Uh, like I've always said, Twitter's just a place for hate. So, you know. You might have to eat. Yeah, and have... truth. Hate and truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only when it's Ricky Gervais. There is yeah. truth in hate. <laughs> All right, Ooh. that is episode 152 of Get Into Gate Farewelling Season 7. Well, kind of. We'll uh, we'll kind of touch on it a little bit next week. We'll go through our touch official... a little bit and have a rank. Well, it's, it's it's been a couple months, a month, a couple of months long build up rank. Big group Ooh. session next week. <laughs> Ready for a and release. I'm I'm excited about this one because this for you, Matty, you, you make no secret season seven is your favourite season of Stargate SG one. Yep. I know it's everyone's. It. Well it's everyone's. And uh, you know what? <laughs> Doing up my list, I'm sort of looking at the same the same deal. I was very easily like filling up the top and very easily filling out the bottom just because I'm mm. like well, if it's not like the the top three, then it just all may as well be down the bottom because everything's just yeah. It's all very much the same. Well, except uh, for like you said a couple of episodes. So because of all the the two parters, we've actually technically got eighteen episodes. Yeah. So we'll do six, six, and six. I mean, at the moment, I've got a bottom two and a top sixteen. So. <laughs> um, so we do a fallen and homecoming as one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we do fallen and homecoming as one, heroes as one, lost city as one. That brings us to 18 episodes, so we can do a top six, middle six, and bottom six. Oh, boy. Yeah. I feel like it should be top seven still. The middle can f*** off. <laughs> well, like I said, it, even if I... I've, I've done, like, four different versions of my of my rank at the moment, and, and the, the closest I could get was a top two, a bottom two, and a middle 14. Is that... <laughs> is that okay? Yeah, fine. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's acceptable? All right, we might just yeah. go with Look, that. as long as it all fits Top on the eight. spreadsheet, we're good. <laughs> Bottom two and the rest. And the rest. Hashtag and the rest. That'll be next week on Get In The Gate. In the meantime, you can check out all of our podcasts for Season 7 and all of Stargate SG1 on your favourite podcasting outlet. Just search Get In The Gate, a Stargate podcast. Hit us up on the socials, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, keep those notifications on when the podcasts are out or uh, send us in something for the hairy mailbag, gate at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to find our lost city, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash get into gate. It was right there the whole time. <laughs> is is Reese's lost city anything like his bad date? He's Who are you bait. asking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone, I guess. <laughs> Whoever knows. Everyone's you know, found mate. their lost city, haven't they? <laughs> You ain't lost, mate. Believe me. <laughs> Plenty of thoroughfare. <laughs> ha, traffic. Someone's cracked your dome. Cracked the dome of your outpost. Nearly got there, mate. Keep trying. I'll try. I should have stopped. I should have left it.
Should have left Should've it. Should have left it. I am Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Maddie, where are you at, mate? At High Pitch Maddie. Brendan. At the, uh, where am I? At Big Shred Dog. <laughs> yeah, we're back. <laughs> I'm back. And I am at the Flying <laughs> Gibson. We will see you back for our group rank of Season 7 of Stargate SG1. And then, Reese, in two weeks' time, the beginning of everything changing. It's not just SG1 anymore, baby. Yes. We've got more Stargate than you've ever had before. That's, that's Double the Stargate. Double Stargate. If I knew the Atlantis tune off the top of my head, I'd start humming it. Actually, the funny thing is, they start when Jack got frozen. They started playing the Atlantis oh, theme. Oh, actually, I had that as a soundbite. See bite. that? Damn it! You they hear that? It in two places. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, they play the Atlantis sting underneath Jack doing his ancient stuff. No wonder Reese and I didn't bring that up because we <laughs> no. no idea. Get into geek.